Hey everyone, I'm David Chalian, the CNN Political Director. This is the CNN Political Briefing. Here's what you need to know in politics for Wednesday, May 4th. Former President Donald Trump passed his first big test in Ohio last night. He still can claim some kingmaker status inside the Republican Party. J.D. Vance, the famous author of Hillbilly Elegy, now turned venture capitalist, he was the Republican candidate who came out on top in last night's big Republican Senate primary in Ohio. This is for the seat being vacated by Rob Portman due to his retirement. Had Vance end up winning this primary? Well, definitely it had a large part to do with the help and endorsement he got from Donald Trump. It also had a large part to do with the millions upon millions of dollars that Peter Thiel, the PayPal founder, put into the Vance operation. That money proved critical in amplifying the Trump endorsement, which came late in the game. And Vance was back in the middle to the back of the pack. But on April 15th, Donald Trump came in with the endorsement. And you could see in the polling leading up to primary day, Vance was on the move after that. And what do we learn from this? Well, we learn that Donald Trump still has the ability in a crowded field of Republicans, most of whom are aligned with the MAGA crowd and his America First movement, nearly all of whom were seeking his endorsement, that he can actually pick one of those candidates and that public endorsement can help them come out on top in a crowded primary. Now, it's worth noting, Vance here won about a third of the vote, but in a crowded field, that was enough to get the nomination. So now, if you are Dr. Mehmet Oz in Pennsylvania and you have Trump's endorsement, if you're Ted Budd in North Carolina and you're in a very competitive primary, you're probably feeling a little bit better today because you've seen that it can have the impact. In fact, our reporting from my colleague Gabby Orr indicates that former President Trump and his aides were watching in Mar-a-Lago very closely at the returns and he was described as being quote-unquote relieved when Vance emerged victorious, because he knew that meant that his ring will still need to be kissed, that candidates will still seek his approval and his endorsement. And he has real juice inside the Republican Party. J.D. Vance made sure to acknowledge and thank the former president when he addressed his supporters at his victory party in Cincinnati last night. Here he is, courtesy of WLWT. I have absolutely got to thank the 45th the President of the United States, Donald J. Trump, ladies and gentlemen. A lot of the fake news media out there, they wanted to write a story that this campaign would be the death of Donald Trump's America First agenda. Ladies and gentlemen, it ain't the death of the America First agenda. As we've talked about, Vance started his relationship with Trump on the other side, right? He was a never-Trumper back in 2016. This has been the main line of attack from his Republican opponents against him throughout the whole primary season, calling into question his authenticity, that he isn't a real Trump guy because he had made all these disparaging comments about Trump. Well, obviously, Trump got over that in order to endorse him. You know what? He's a guy that said some bad shit about me. Ultimately, I put that aside. I have to do what I have to do. We have to pick somebody that can win. Clearly, the voters did not hold that against it. So this sets up a general election now between J.D. Vance, the Republican, and Tim Ryan, the Democratic congressman who skated through his primary yesterday. He was on CNN's New Day this morning and clearly wanted to get the conversation 
back onto issue number one, the economy. You focus on the issues that are important to people, economic issues primarily, rebuilding the middle class. How do we take on China? How do we bring manufacturing back to a state like Ohio? That's how you do it. This will now be a battle between two economic populists in Ohio. And it is a state that is no longer pure toss-up battleground status. Donald Trump won it twice in 16 and 20 by around eight percentage points or so. It is a state that has been trending more red. And given the political climate of where we are in 2022, this is going to be a steep climb for Tim Ryan. Speaking of that political environment, it is clearly inflation and concerns about the economy that are keeping Joe Biden's numbers down, that are presenting real challenges for the Democrats this year who control the House, the Senate, and the White House, because the American people are quite frustrated with how the economy is running right now, their increased prices in their life at the gas pump and the grocery store. And President Biden came out today to deal with this. Again, as I've said before in this podcast, there's nothing more important for President Biden than to get caught trying doing anything to give Americans the perception that his policies are actually improving the economy. We recovered faster than projected. A record 6.7 million jobs created last year, the most in the first year of any president in American history, and the fastest economic growth in any year in nearly four decades. And looking ahead, I have a plan to reduce the deficit even more which will help reduce inflationary pressures and lower everyone's costs for families. Of course, this comes as the Federal Reserve is prepared to raise interest rates a half a percentage point that is on top of the quarter percentage point they were raised last month in an attempt to try and cool off the economy, get inflation under wraps without actually tipping the economy into a recession. It's a very delicate dance for Jerome Powell, the head of the Fed. And it seems that all of this messaging from the administration on the economy, or what you're hearing from Democrats like Tim Ryan, it's not successfully being sold to the American people yet. We have a brand new CNN poll conducted by SSRS out just today that shows 55% of Americans, a majority of Americans, believe Biden's policies are harming the economy. We see the worst perceptions of the economy, the most negative perceptions of the economy by the American people in about 10 years in CNN polling history. And Joe Biden's approval rating on his handling of the economy is significantly underwater and going down from where it was just in February. It is far worse than his overall standing, his overall approval rating holding steady at 41%. That's it for today's political briefing. Thanks so much for listening. And please take a moment and be sure to follow us wherever you get your podcasts. We'll talk to you tomorrow.